Welcome to another episode of Doubtfully Daily Matago, a short podcast never longer than it needs to be, where I get to discuss whatever happens to be on my mind. And today, um, being that guy is on my mind. And I apologize in advance for the extra noise that um, people are going to be hearing. I'm currently walking home. I've just come back from a day trip to Tokyo, where I went to the headquarters of the day job. And... Uh, today I got to be that guy. So let me give some context. Over the last uh, two years, I've been working quite a bit with um, development and all kinds of stuff. And I've been offering to take a look at some of the performance issues that we have with some of our systems. And these systems run SQL Server and C Sharp, IIS, very basic stuff for a lot of corporations around the world that use the Microsoft stack. And I have not a great deal of experience with this particular stack, but I have a good number of years. I've worked with SQL Server for a decade, and I've been writing C Sharp for just about as much time um, since 2005, so I guess that would be 18 or 13 years now. And a lot of the offers that I've had to take a look at some of the code, to take a look at the database, to really do a deep dive to understand why we are getting such poor performance on such incredible hardware um, has been oftentimes rebuffed. People just did not want me going in and touching things. And I can understand this um, from a number of perspectives. Uh, I don't want people going in and touching my servers. I don't want people going in and, um, you know, doing code reviews of my stuff. But what's, well, actually I do, but (laughs) my personal stuff, I'm not really looking for code reviews. I'm not looking for performance improvements. I really don't think there's a lot more that one can do to get more performance out of, say, 10 centuries than there already is. Um, I'm pretty much at the limit of what one can do with the standard PHP application running MySQL. So, um, last week I was given a little bit of access, um, semi, uh, with some semi form of authority or authorization to take a look at the main CMS. Um, One of the new functions that the company has been waiting just over six years for Um, it just doesn't perform well at all. We haven't been able to release it to uh, the live environment. We can't give it to customers. We can't do anything because it's just so slow. And a lot of my colleagues have spent years trying to make the system more performant, um, trying to make this project into something successful rather than something that has just been a disappointment for everyone and everything. no, that doesn't make much gram- grammatical sense, but regardless. So, it, it, it's, it's been a problem for the company because a lot of money has been invested and we've seen zero return on that investment. And so people are naturally frustrated. Unfortunately, when I got access to the code, um, I hadn't spent more than 10 minutes looking at the code when I started finding issues, very serious issues. Um, in, in, in that 10 minutes, I found situations where 
we would go to the database, we would collect one set of data, people were doing a select star from, blah, 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 which basically means that we're pulling all the data for a particular row rather than just the rows we need. And then once we get that data, then we go into a, um, a series of loops, which is then collecting more data. And for some instances, we were performing uh, over 1,200 queries against the database. When there's nobody else using the database, 1,200 queries takes uh, for this particular series of um, queries, uh, it, it would take about 48 to 53 seconds. Uh, for a web application, that's unacceptable. That is just far, far too long. And I found this within 10 minutes of looking at the code, which is disappointing. And the more I dug into the code, I only spent about half an hour on it because I just got disgusted. We were pulling back um, for some customers who take a lot of uh, lessons. We were pulling back uh, close to 80 megabytes of data from the SQL Server, pulling it into the C-sharp code in IIS, and then doing local filtering, which is suboptimal. So with the local filtering, what was happening was we'd pull the stuff in, we would take a look at the data, and then we would drop records that we didn't need um, on the web server itself, rather than just not pulling them back from the database at all. Having a properly written SQL query would have saved a whole lot of network traffic. So here we had 80 megabytes that was brought back. We had, after that, 1,200 queries for little tiny pieces of data, a lot of times which was duplicated, so we were making the same query over and over again for the same results. And the end result was a 393 kilobit file that were XML file that was sent back to the web service. That's madness. That's absolute madness. And this was found within, like I said, 10 minutes. So I wrote my report, fired that off. A lot of people were not happy with it. Some people were very ecstatic because now we had definitive evidence, definitive proof that there was an issue within the code itself. Now people had a place to go, people had a place to look at in order to try and resolve the issue. Wonderful. Then on Monday of this week, a colleague of mine came down from Tokyo um, who has a greater degree of access to SQL Server. And we were tasked with going into the development environment of SQL Server and looking for performance issues because that's the area where this piece of code operates because we don't want to run it on the live systems at this particular time. So, great, he comes down. We go through a number of hoops to try and just get access to the darn server because of all the artificial barriers that are in place, but that's a different topic. And within the span of an hour, we find just over a hundred issues with this particular development server. Um, we're running SQL Server 2008. It's not on the most recent service pack, which was released four years ago. We have not been running cumulative updates. The version that we have has known vulnerabilities, which can allow DDoS attacks and like all kinds of issues. Um, the settings were suboptimal. All kinds of issues were just popping up everywhere. Everywhere we looked, there was a problem. And 
So we wrote the report. The sad thing is this particular database server was designed to be a clone of the live environment, right down to the settings, right down to the number of cores and the amount of RAM and all that other stuff. It was supposed to be a clone of the live environment. But it had all these issues, which means the live environment also has the vast majority of these issues. There are a few things that would be slightly different. Um, the location of storage, for example, slightly different. But aside from that, everything else was exactly the same. So. Once again, wrote the report, finished the report at uh, 1 p.m. or 1 a.m. this morning, fired that thing off, and I sent it to a whole bunch of people um, who were responsible for the software, responsible for the hardware, and all these other things, all, all this other fun stuff. Uh, that was apparently not what a bunch of people wanted me to do, because what they wanted, which was never communicated, but what, and not that I would have cared, but what they wanted me to do was write up this list of issues, keep it secret, give it just to two specific managers who are above me, and keep my mouth shut. If those managers would have uh, deemed the issues I found worthy of attention, which so far they haven't in the last two years, then they would make the effective changes and then report that to their superiors. Well. The problem is we've been operating under that for, or operating under that process for years. And as a result, we have the problems that we have today, where we have a, ridiculous, a ridiculously powerful set of servers, incredibly capable networks, um, an absolutely amazing array of hardware that all operates slower than a Core i5 laptop, which is just unacceptable. So, yeah, I was that guy. I sent the email to everybody. And the wonderful thing about this is that while my direct managers were very, very angry, their managers were quite impressed. They read the report. They went and uh, talked to a couple of uh, other professionals, had them read the report within the space of an hour of receiving um, the email this morning when they arrived at the office. Those other professionals agreed with my assessment and then that gave all kinds of credibility to um, this report and it gave all kinds of credibility to the things that uh, my colleague who came down on Monday and I have been reporting for the better part of two years. Things that we've been ignored on for the better part of two years gave us the credibility that we need. Now finally, now finally, we're starting to see some changes. But it had to be done by, or it, it, in order to make this change happen, I had to be that guy. Um, you know, it's not exactly the way I wanted to get things done, but if it's the only way to get things done, sometimes I will take the risk. The problem is, I make a lot of enemies this way. And is it worth it? Is it worthwhile making the enemies? considering all of the fiefdoms, all of the uh, political infighting that goes on, and the things that I try to avoid because it's just, it's just a pointless time suck. Is it a proper use of time? And the more I think about it, the more I think it is. Um, I don't want to see people fired. I don't want to see people reprimanded. But what I would like to see is people being reassigned. We have a lot of very hardworking people across the organization who have been asked for years and years 
to suffer with poor network performance, poor system performance, uh, poor design decisions, like just poor everything. And the, the sad thing is there are lots and lots of smart people working on these projects trying to solve complex business problems with complex software. But it's, it's not being helped because the people who should be cheerleading the project want nothing to do with it. They just want to do the bare minimum, take all the rewards, take all kinds of uh, liberties with budgets and everything of that sort, reap all the benefits, but do none of the work. Or none of the real work that needs to be done. No, nobody wants to work on anything proactively. Everything has to be reactionary so that we can have heroes rather than invisible IT people. And all of these things are um, things that I've discussed in past episodes this month. So now that I've been that guy, now that I've um, essentially thrown a bunch of stones at the wasp's nest, now we get to see what these managers are going to do about this because now they're being watched uh, for accountability reasons to make sure that things actually begin to improve. What I'm concerned about is that as a result of these two uh, specific reports, one project is going to be killed. That project that's been going for six years is probably just going to be abandoned and walked away from. After all of that time, all of that investment, it's going to be completely dropped. And sometimes that needs to be done, um, but that's unfortunate. And in addition to this, we're probably going to see the databases and the, the system servers get a couple of little tweaks. But the core thing that the business needs, the thing that I tried to make very clear in both of those reports, is that we need to have somebody... Um, it doesn't need to be me, but it, we need to have somebody within the organization, somewhere in the world, um, who gives a darn. And I didn't put, say it like that in the reports, but I basically said we need to have a database administrator with a vested interest in meeting certain business needs. And when it came to the software, I said we need to have software engineers with a vested interest in providing the best value to the customer, regardless of what the business needs. Um, I have a very strong feeling that those words are going to be completely ignored or completely forgotten as managers try to reassert authority over their fiefdoms and try to recover from this loss of face, because that's essentially what I did. I called a bunch of people out and I said, look, they haven't been doing their job properly. Um, they've been wasting a whole bunch of company money, and it's time that this stops. And that's what those reports did. Um, but I really don't think, I really don't think enough is going to come out of it, which is unfortunate. So, I apologize for all the uh, extra noise and the uh, heavy breathing as I'm walking home from the station up a hill. Luckily, I only have to go up a hill one way, but tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's episode will be much, much quieter.